sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. As Catholics, and even non-Catholics, we often think of the church kind of like a multinational corporation. You've got the Pope, who's the CEO. You've got the bishops, who are the um, middle management. You've got the priest, who is the branch manager. And then you got the retail workers, which is all of us, or the customers, who are all of us as Catholics. But that's actually not the case. And there's one level in particular that that, that, um, that image completely gets wrong and misrep- misrepresents, and it's the role of the bishop. Uh, what is a bishop in fact? What do bishops actually matter for our lives as Catholics? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into the topic of bishops, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. If you don't find this particular topic today interesting, blame Renee Kranz. Her <laughs> email address is easily found on the Diocesan website. Hi, Renee. Hello. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. You, so I actually obviously won't be talking about this if uh, if I wasn't really interested. This is right, for me also right. a... He doesn't uh, just... Just do whatever topic I, I happen to throw at him. <laughs> do just what Renee tells me to do. <laughs> no, by any means. So, but you are the one who proposed this. Yes. So, um, I, I, I'm curious. We we talked about this the other day, I mm-hmm. think. Um, and I'd like to hear a little bit more about maybe where the question came from. I don't think you were asking for yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you were. Uh, I don't remember if it was. A, uh, yeah, I don't remember what the origins were exactly. But yeah. talk more about why this became a topic that you thought would be worth discussing Ignition. Yeah. So um, all of the, in case any of you don't know, all of the emails that you put into our website, like you're putting into the contact form, they come to me first and then I disseminate them to whoever needs them or answer them myself. But we have gotten um, different comments through there or phone calls or letters um, from people who are feel the desire to reach out to an archdiocese uh, bishop, for instance, in Minneapolis to report on our bishop Mm -hmm. or um, want the Pope to tell different bishops that they're doing something wrong Mm -hmm. or they should change this or they should do this or whatever. So I know, and I've, and I've actually seen this in other ways, just in general, conversation with people that there is this huge misconception that, that first of all, an archdiocese has like some kind of control over dioceses around it mm-hmm. or that um, even that the USCCB yep. has some kind of control over it, the bishops that are members or the Pope has some kind of control. And probably there's some confusion about what the heck a cardinal does too. Right. Well, <laughs> so I'm glad you said that. So actually in the opening, I sort of simplified the levels, but mm-hmm. I think most people have this idea. So this is Catholics who are aware of yeah. the terms that you just yep. referred yep. to. So so they're probably uh, more than just your um, go to church a couple times a year Catholics. Yeah, they're at least every Sunday yep. Catholics yep. at the very yep. least. So they've heard is, of bishops and archbishops. I'm sorry and, I like put it all that way. Right. Sorry, in advance. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> uh, bishops, archbishops, cardinals—they've heard of all those, so I think they do have this 
Yes. And we have a hierarchy. So I think they're trying to fit. So in their imagination. It just feels natural for it to be that way. Right. So you got the Pope and then you got the Cardinals. And then you've got, as you said, maybe the U.S. Bishops Conference. Right. Uh, and archbishops are there somewhere, and then you got and then bishops. bishops yeah. So let's go the other way up. So I think uh, taking our diocese and our bishop as an example, the, the again sort of the chain of command, the line of communication. Well, Bishop de Grude must report to the Archbishop of Saint Paul, Minneapolis, Archbishop Hebda, mm-hmm. uh, and he must he might report to the U.S. bishops. Not really sure, but they probably report to the cardinals, and the cardinals report to the Pope. Right, and that's not at all the case. No, no. Even if you take the cardinals out. Still not all right. The case. <laughs> so, so uh, to kind of start at the top. Well, so cardinals. I think just to address them, they actually. Uh, uh, what is a cardinal, Renee? Do you know? Baseball team, color. Do cardinals bird. more? This is just coming right off the top of my head because I really don't know for sure what cardinals do. Do they more advise the pope? Is that like a their more their role than other things? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and and elect the new one. Oh, sure. Because they don't like run a diocese, right? Or do they? They might. Oh, okay. So that's this this exactly. So I mean, like if they made Bishop DeGroote a cardinal, he might still run our diocese. Correct. Okay. Correct. So a cardinal, yeah, a cardinal is, um, so this is where, so a cardinal is, is, a, is, a, an, is <laughs> an advisor to the Pope. Okay. Now it's a purely uh, human office man-made they're not infallible so they're, or anything well no no, like no 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 it's not even you're not there, there's nothing in the catechism oh okay gotcha or, let alone scripture okay about cardinals it's okay. a role in the church that has been established by the church which we have many of those We've got many <laughs> which the idea with all of them is to make things run better to run better yeah. uh, it's therefore a, a good reason right but there are all these so the role of a cardinal i don't want this could be a whole episode on cardinals. Um, so I, I don't want to go way back in terms of its its origins in history, but today it's somebody who is an advisor to the Pope. And usually it's a bishop. Okay. But it needn't be a bishop. It could be a priest. Could be a priest. Um, it could. Now this would require, I think, a change in canon law, but this is part of canon law that could be changed. I'm very confident, I'm pretty confident, pretty confident that you or I, a lay man or even a lay woman could theoretically mm-hmm. like the church could change her laws okay. around who can be a cardinal. Well, that would make sense because if cardinals weren't like that was a man-made thing anyway, well then we could change it. Right. We right want. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Now there's reasons why I don't think it would ever be a layman uh, or a lay woman. Um, but that's possible because yeah. of the human role. So it's an advisory role, but most of them are because, because most of them are bishops or archbishops. That's why we make this connection and we ask, oh, so are they in charge of a diocese? Well, maybe. Well, Cardinal Timothy Dolan is, is in charge of a yeah, diocese, right? Yeah. So <sighs> there have been, so, uh, uh, a well-known theologian, um, who passed away a number of years ago, um, Father Avery Dulles mm-hmm. was made a cardinal by Pope Benedict. Okay. Um, so he was, before he died, made cardinal. So he was Cardinal Avery Dulles mm-hmm. as a priest, not in charge of a diocese, not right. a bishop, right. not in charge of a diocese. Okay. Is there a limited number of cardinals? <clears throat> um, there's a limited of cardinals who can vote. Oh, okay. Okay. So that, I think the number, I think the age uh, of retirement for a cardinal is seventy-five, which basically means above seventy-five they can't vote in the next conclave. Gotcha. When they elect, so Cardinal the Sarah can't vote anymore. 
Oh. Right, correct. Bummer. Yeah, Syrah. But anyway. I love him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so cardinals. So they're not, again, because they could be a priest, bishops don't report to a cardinal right. as a <clears throat> So um, that's cardinals. Uh, bishops' conferences have no authority whatsoever. Right. It's just a like a it's just a group. They come together as a group to talk about talk to each other and see how things are going and, yeah. and get advice from each other and Yep. And maybe because <clears throat> so uh, the US Bishops Conference, mm-hmm. because it's all of the American bishops, mm-hmm. it is good to have consistency in right. certain things. It's right. just helpful, not absolutely necessary, right. but it's helpful. So it, so to the degree that it's possible, it's good for them to be collaborating. Um, working together, but one bishop does not have... So um, Bishop Peter Mewich is the Bishop of Rapid City. Mm-hmm. He, uh, even though both he and Bishop DeGrude are in the U.S. Bishops Conference, it's not like either of them have power over the other right. or the U.S. Bishops Conference has power over either of right. them. Right. You could actually maybe think of the conference more like a business situation where... If you're in a particular industry, you're going to go to a conference, yeah. but the people there don't have any power over you and your business. Correct. So Correct. very similar. Yep. Now the, mm-hmm. the, the U S bishops do maybe, well, no, this would also fit in that metaphor. Mm-hmm. They'll often come out with public statements, yeah. um, on various, usually matters of national, yep. Right. different yep. things. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, nuclear war in the mm-hmm. past, uh, all sorts of things. How we as as a country might be- better address things like poverty, mm-hmm. homelessness, drug abuse, yep. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Actions uh, of the government. Right, right. But those are all statements. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 is, it is the bishop speaking in one voice. Again, there's value in that. Mm-hmm. But there is no... Um, yeah, there's no authority that the conference has over any any of it, bishop, right, right. individual or collectively. Right. So Bishop DeGrude does not report to cardinals, and he does not report to the U.S. Bishops Conference. Okay, so how about Bishop Hebda? So does he report to Bishop Hebda? Great. So I'm glad because that was <laughs> so the in most countries, including the United States, bishops are uh, sorry um, dioceses are grouped into provinces. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our country, they're they're helpfully numbered. We're in, it's not we're in province eight, which is very helpfully unexciting. numbered. Yeah, that's it could be super like helpful. Upper Midwest right. or uh, <laughs> Saint. I don't know. Yeah. Named after some say, but province number eight. So province eight is the the diocese and bishops of both Dakotas and Minnesota. Right. So ten dioceses total. Ten bishops total. Uh, Bismarck. Do you, do you know the 10 Bismarck bishops? and Fargo, I yes. know in North Dakota, of course, our two, Rapid City and Sioux Falls. There would be Winona. I feel like that's not just Winona. There is Rochester. What, what, Winona, Winona, Rochester. What, what, there, thank yeah. you. Um, St. Cloud. Uh, Duluth. Yep. Uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yep. Uh, huh? What? <laughs> you have to talk louder, but like... Kirkston. Kirkston. That's five. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. That's five. So I need one more. You do. Oh, goodness. I said Duluth. <laughs> New Ulm. New Ulm. Yes. New Ulm. I should have known that. Sorry, New Ulm. So, so there are six dioceses in Minnesota, two in each of the coasts. So those are a 10. And there's the um, Metropolitan Archbishop. The, the, yeah. the quote-unquote leader of the province is, in our case, in our province— it's the Archbishop of St. Paul, Minneapolis, who right now is Archbishop uh, Bernard. Yeah. Bernard. 
Yeah. Or Bernard. I don't know. Hebda. Yeah. So, okay. So <clears throat> an archdiocese is only called an archdiocese because of its size. Or an honorary reason. Oh, okay. So it's not because of any control, no control. or overseeing. Correct. It has only to do with the There essence, is so. a certain, there's an honorific okay. primacy, <laughs> to use fancy words. <laughs> um, uh, there is, um, it, it's a ceremonial title, if you will, to be a metropolitan archbishop, but he has no authority right. over the other bishops right. in his province. And they're only usually the leader of the province, I would guess, because they have more resources. <laughs> Oftentimes, yeah. I mean, they're it's usually a bigger diocese with a bigger, say, in, the, in their chanceries, they have more people right. available. The, to the, do the work. diocese that I was thinking of where it's not because of its size, but because of its, um, its uh, importance is Washington, D.C. Oh, sure. Washington, D.C. Um, has an arch, it's an archdiocese, so therefore, so by the way, you become an archbishop simply if you're the bishop of an archdiocese. But usually if, the way, this is at least how I've noticed it. Usually if you are just becoming a bishop, you're usually not going to have your first assignment be an archdiocese. Correct. Usually that like you would be a bishop somewhere and then you might move to become an archbishop. Yes. Somewhere. Is that is like, like, is usually, that always usually. that way? Yeah. Be, I mean, because, uh, because, um, an archdiocese, because it's larger, it's mm -hmm. more complex. It's a larger organization to mm -hmm. quote unquote run. Right. So it might be a little overwhelming for a yeah, brand new bishop. For a brand new bishop. <laughs> so you, you probably wouldn't, That'd be like calling somebody up from single A to the major leagues. <laughs> you, you, you usually don't, you get called up when you're at triple A. Like you've had, you know how to play the game, right. if you will. You know, you know how to, how to run a diocese. You know the, the administrative workings of running a diocese. You have some experience. So then you're going to be right. made an archbishop. It it's very unusual. Yeah. I don't know of any instance um, in recent memory. Right. I don't know how far back you, where you would have a priest become an archbishop right right because it just it, it, that's asking a lot of him mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. um so we're going to continue this we are going to talk about the one exception the one exception where a bishop does report to an archbishop or oh, to, okay. uh, to a bishop okay um in just a moment but if in case you're just tuning in you're listening to ignition welcome to the show i'm your host dr chris bergwald visiting today with renee kranz about the structure of the church uh, and maybe misconceptions we have would that be mm -hmm. uh yeah. about the church um how it's not quite as the chain of command isn't quite as complicated uh, as we often think think it is. So we've talked about um, cardinals, your, uh, bishops' conferences, archbishops, and we're talking about bishops. But before we get there, it's apropos that if you think about what we were just talking about, you will, you Renee, will remember and realize. Oh, there are some bishops who report to other bishops, like in our country. Oh yeah, auxiliary bishops. A what? And uh, that yeah, just to throw another confusing log on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so we, but we should. Yes. people might be aware. Well, oh, because for instance, uh, Bishop Robert Barron, who's very popular, is an auxiliary bishop. Right, and he does report to another bishop yes. who is not the Pope. Right. Who? The Bishop of Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. So uh, Archbishop Gomez. Right. Um, so that's, that's the one case. So, so an auxiliary bishop is basically a helper. I mean, auxiliary helper, mm -hmm. uh, a helper bishop. They usually in bigger cities. <clears throat> well, it's usually in archdiocese of, of enough size, right. um, will, because there's so much work to be done mm -hmm. that they will have several auxiliary, sometimes several auxiliary bishops. St. Paul, Minneapolis usually has had one, oh, okay. uh, sometimes two. I didn't know that. Um, but I think. 
like I, I think most well, what it's got back and forth between one or two okay. auxiliary bishops. So you've got the archbishop and then one or two auxiliary bishops. But they do um in terms of running the diocese, it's the archbishop who's in charge. So in that sense, so um yeah, Bishop Barron mm-hmm. reports uh, in a real way to Archbishop Gomez. And they also are auxiliary bishops take part in any USCCB yep. stuff as well, yep, yep, like, yep. like all other yep. bishops. So in our <laughs> province, um, the current Bishop of Crookston, the new Bishop for Crookston is Bishop Andrew Cousins. Mm-hmm. But Bishop Andrew Cousins is a priest of the diocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, like Bishop Grigard was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was for many years an auxiliary Bishop mm-hmm. in St. Paul, Minneapolis. Right. right. Uh, he reported to Archbishop Hebda. I'm surprised they didn't. We didn't end up with him. He wasn't quite ready then. Apparently not. Or he was like, "No, don't send me to Sioux <laughs> yeah, Falls." Like, <laughs> Bishop Degru do the short end of the stick. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he did not. No, he didn't. So, um, so that that's that's an instance. There are auxiliary bishops, yep. and they do report to their archbishop. Right, but. So now getting now to our level. So an archbishop has no authority over the other bishops right. within the province. So Archbishop Hebda cannot tell right. Bishop DeGrood what to do no, at all. No matter how much you dislike something Bishop DeGrood is doing, going to Bishop Hebda will not help you. He has no authority <laughs> whatsoever. Nope. Um, so We don't want Bishop DeGrood to do stuff we don't like, right, but sometimes right. sometimes it happens. Right. It, 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 yep, absolutely. They're, they're human. They're fallible. They can make mistakes. Or we are, and we just don't accept what he's doing. Amen to that. <laughs> so um, within a diocese, there are two people who have definitive authority over that diocese. Definitive. There are two people who have authority within that diocese, the bishop and the pope. So, I thought you were going to say chancellor, and I was like, "Don't tell Matt no, that." There are, I mean, obviously, obviously, <laughs> pastors have real authority, sure. you know, over their parishes. Sure. So, that, but mm-hmm. but in terms of running the diocese mm-hmm. uh, as a whole, it's the bishop, and then the the another bishop in the world, mm-hmm. the bishop of Rome, mm-hmm. aka the Pope, does have ordinary universal jurisdiction. So the Bishop of Rome is the Bishop of Rome. He, and he has auxiliary bishops, many auxiliary bishops. So Pope Francis um, is responsible for the Diocese of Rome. And he can, when he deems, if, if and when he deems it necessary, which does not often happen. But it does happen sometimes. But it does happen. Yeah. Or it, it's not a, a... Usually it has to be something pretty it serious. Does. Yeah, I should say it, it does. It does happen. Um, but like it has if Bishop DeGroote serious. starts setting up like a satanic temple right in front They're of the cathedral prob- or something, we're yeah, like, probably going to hear from the Pope. The Pope exactly. <laughs> so, so the so a Pope can intervene within the workings of right. a diocese, and that's within his proper authority to mm-hmm. do so. But he is the only person outside of the 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 diocesan bishop who can do that. So right. again, Archbishop Hebda yep. cannot do a thing. In the diet, right. outside of the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. Right. So you're going to tell us why our bishops have so much power? Because that, I mean, that's really, they really have a lot of autonomy. I they should do. say power, autonomy. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, because it does go back to, so actually you anticipated my next question. Uh-huh. So the question is going to be, but I just want to make sure we're clear on all this. The question is going, okay, but why is it this way? Right. So bishops, the, the, the I hope people are hearing clearly, bishops are not middle management. Right. 
They are not middle, middle management. The, they all report, they, they only have one boss, earthly boss, Pope. Um, Pope and God, those two. Well, God's not earthly. I know, but, but those are their two bosses. Yeah, those are the two Pope bosses. And God. Uh, but then God's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I think it's... The tr- <laughs> How about this? The Trinity. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> uh, so our, is, is this relatively clear, Renee, for you and yeah. for the listeners, do you think? I think so. Okay. As long as they're still listening, they are. <laughs> this they was your topic. Clear, so I again, know. <laughs> your email address is um, easily found on the website. <laughs> Why is it this way? It goes back to the beginning. Okay. So, who are the bishops, Renee? Who are the first bishops? Who are, well, who, who are, are the bishops? They are the successors of Peter and the apostles. I'm sorry. The Pope is the successor of Peter. Thank you. The bishops are the successors of the apostles. Yeah. So the bishops. The bishops have ordinary. The bishops are the within their diocese. They're the high priest. They are the uh, first teacher, first catechist of the faith, and they are the, if you will, king. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jesus is priest. Oh prophet, boy, we're going to get some comments oh, on that. I'm just going to tell Jesus you. Jesus <laughs> is priest, prophet, and king. Right. And there's a way in which all of us, mm-hmm. by our baptism, participate in Jesus's threefold munera technical Ooh. term, the office of priest, prophet, and king. Right. There is a, a way in which all of us do. Yes. But for a bishop, the way that that manifests itself is he is the one who has authority over w- within his diocese. Right. Why? Because he, among with the other bishops, are the successors to the apostles. And it was to the apostles that Jesus delegated his authority he delegated his authority mm-hmm. basically to not just some authority his that's to, I think that's important to remember. Yeah. 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 He, so when he set up his church, it was to the apostles that he, that he gave his authority to basically take care of this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave you now. Right. Right. And so he's still, <laughs> he's still present to us right. spiritually, mm-hmm. but in terms of the uh, quote unquote earthly administration mm-hmm. of the church, the day to, I mean, we, we set, we saw that we see this in the gospels, even during his public ministry, Jesus many times would send the apostles and sometimes others out to the, right. the towns he's going to, he sends them out in advance right. to sort of begin prepare for his, he, he empowers and author, he empowers and authorizes the apostles to preach in his name, to cast out demons in his name, to heal the sick all in his name, mm-hmm. not by their own power, right. but because they've received that power and the authority from Jesus. He's delegated it to them. Um, at the very end of Matthew's gospel, we talk about this a lot because it's the great commission. Mm-hmm. We are the whole Dasis and vision missionary mm-hmm. discipleship, but Jesus says to the apostles, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Right. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. So he is implicitly within that. He's passing on his authority. In other places, he's even more explicit, where he, where he gives them, uh, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. Mm-hmm. So he gives them authority to teach in his name and to administer the sacraments in the na- his name, basically to oversee the, the, the governance of the church. Uh, growing the church, proclaiming the goodness of Jesus Christ, preaching the gospel, and administering the sacraments. Right. That responsibility. So, so apostles. We, we. I think we kind of know when we read the gospels. The apostles are a big deal. Yes. I mean, you've got all the disciples, but the apostles are a big deal, and, and Peter in particular is right. a big deal. But all the apostles are a big deal, and the bishops 
are the successors of the apostles. Right. That's why they're a big deal. Right. So why? Um, so when you look at the gospels, yeah, there's Peter, but then there's the others. Mm-hmm. So today, among the bishops of the world, you've got the bishop of Rome, and you've got the rest. You do have these metropolitans, and mm-hmm. so the, the, there are kind of different levels, but in terms of ordinary authority, it's it's not this complicated right. chain of command. It doesn't have to do with authority. The levels don't have to do with authority. They don't have. They don't have to do right. it with authority. Um, yeah. yeah. So within a, a diocese, it's it's that local bishop and the pope, mm-hmm. just as in the beginning, it was the apostles and Peter. Yeah. I liked how you said uh, um, he sent them out ahead of him, you know, Jesus, before he would go to a town sometimes. And really, when he did the Great Commission, he's sending those people, those apostles, those now bishops, out ahead of him for a really long time. Right. A lot longer time than <laughs> right. it was when Jesus was here. Exactly. Yep, yep. <laughs> and technically, by the way, so they are apostles. They don't become bishops. Right. But the bishops are their successors. Okay. So, it's a little, it, are, is is each bishop a su- uh, successor of a particular no, apostle? No, oh, no, 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 no. That'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. So, <laughs> so, but what is and there's a what is it? Catholic is it Catholic dash hierarchy dot org? I think is the website. Um, I don't. We don't have the record. So what we know what we know as a matter of fact that so you become how do you become a bishop? You are ordained by another bishop. By another bishop. Yeah. That's very important. So you probably could trace it back all the way back to whichever apostle ordained that bishop. That that, that would line. that it, that would be possible. Yeah, yeah. that Should would be. be possible. Now we don't have all the records. <laughs> right, that's the thing. But we have records going centuries and centuries back. So right. Bishop de Grude, who is the principal, so you only need one, but usually there's three. Mm-hmm. Just. Mm-hmm. Um, you only need, but you only need one. So who's the, who was the principal celebrant for Bishop de Grude's Bishop Hebda. Bishop Hebda. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Bishop Hebda, I don't know who ordained Bishop Hebda as a bishop, but right. somebody, and then you work your way all the way back. Mm-hmm. And we know for centuries. So we know Bishop de Grude's um, spiritual lineage, if you will, going back. We know it going back centuries and centuries, right. maybe even a thousand years. Right. Um, <clears throat> but then we don't, the, the records are not clear, but we still know because it's always been in order to become a bishop, you have to be ordained by another bishop. That ultimately does go back all the way to the yep. first apostles. Right, right. So Paul, the other twelve, they are the origins of all the apostolic authority, all the episcopal authority held by bishops right. today. And so to be clear, it wouldn't have had to have been Bishop Hebda if B- Bishop Hebda couldn't get here. It was February after all. Right. It could have been Bishop Swain. Yeah, could have yes, ordained him. Correct. Yes. So. Um, it it should be done with the and it does get a little bit confusing. So it it, it has to be in communion with the bishop of Rome. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, it could have been Bishop Swain right. who ordained his successor. Right. So yeah. So we've just got less than half a minute left, Renee. Final questions, comments? No, I think you did a good job. Okay, I think so, that'll help. So yeah, uh, if you have complaints about Bishop Begrude, <laughs> don't send the bishop. Please bishop no. Hebda. Bishop Hebda um, doesn't. He'll be like, okay. <laughs> right. Uh, you can make your thoughts known to Bishop Begrude. Pray for yes. him. Uh, and then maybe maybe pray for yourself as well. But right. the bishop of the diocese is who has authority and the pope, and that's it. Yep. Thanks, Renee. You bet. That will wrap up this, wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again you, can, again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Ignition at sfcatholic.org. And until next time, may God bless you.